Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. original stories. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please subscribe and share it with a friend. If you have a book or topic idea, please get in touch on our website, snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by the Association for Chubby-Cheeked Hamsters. Tonight, I'll be reading a snoozy opening to Miguel de Cervantes' Don Quixote. Written in the early 1600s Spain, Don Quixote is considered to be, perhaps, the most influential work from Spanish history. It depicts a nobleman who reads so many romantic adventure novels that he decides to become a knight. Don Quixote sees what he wants in the world, and the word quixotic stems from this character, meaning impractically idealistic. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Volume 1, Chapter 1, which treats of the character and pursuits of the famous gentleman Don Quixote of La Mancha. In a village of La Mancha, the name of which I have no desire to call to mind, there lived not long since one of those gentlemen that keep a lance in the lance rack, an old buckler, a lean hack, and a greyhound for coursing. 
an olla of rather more beef than mutton, a salad on most nights, scraps on Saturdays, lentils on Fridays, and a pigeon or so extra on Sundays, made away with three-quarters of his income. The rest of it went in a doublet of fine cloth and velvet breeches and shoes to match for holidays, while on weekdays he made a brave figure in his best homespun. He had in his house a housekeeper past forty, a niece under twenty, and a lad for the field and marketplace, who used to saddle the hack as well as handle the bill hook. The age of this gentleman of ours was bordering on fifty. He was of a hardy habit, spare, gaunt-featured, a very early riser, and a great sportsman. They will have it at his surname was Quijada, or Quesada, for here there is some difference of opinion among the authors who write on the subject. Although from reasonable conjectures, it seems plain that he was called Quejana. This, however, is of but little importance to our tale. It will be enough not to stray a hair's breadth from the telling of it. You must know, then, that the above-named gentleman, whenever he was at leisure, which was mostly all the year round, gave himself up to reading books of chivalry with such ardor and avidity that he almost entirely neglected the pursuit of his field sports and even the management of his property, and to such a pitch did his eagerness and infatuation go that he sold many an acre of tillage land to buy books of chivalry to read and brought home as many of them as he could get. But of all there were none he liked so well as those of the famous Felicianos de Silva's composition, for their lucidity of style and complicated conceits were as pearls in his sight, particularly when in his reading he came upon courtships and cartels, where he often found passages like, the reason of the unreason with which my reason is afflicted so weakens my reason that with reason I murmur at your beauty. Or again, the high heavens, that of your divinity, divinely fortify you with the stars, render you deserving of the desert your greatness deserves. Over conceits of this sort, the poor gentleman lost his wits and used to lie awake striving to understand them and worm the meaning out of them what Aristotle himself could not have made out or extracted had he come to life again for that special.